so Lee told me off air that he had cracked the code on what I liked. And I'll just, I'll just tell you how right now. And I'll tell you on my secrets, right? There's a couple of things that movies can tell in its subjects that automatically have a way in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you touched on all of those. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. You know, aside from the obvious of good characters and story of love, but cooking man like food i don't know there like you go. a movie about food and you do it right there you go like it's just pleasing to look at it's kind of like asmr it's kind of cheating right in a narrative it is it is, it really is. like chef that's a great movie yeah like i just honestly like if you put food as part of the setting i'm already like and if you make it look good oh and if you make it look good and then they know what they're doing too. Like they're yeah. already high quality stuff. That's that's something else. So needless to say, needless to say, this was my favorite. That's the whole series. Anyway, this is getting past subtitles. I am Sean Peel. This is DK Lee. We talk everything Asian movies. And this is the last movie on a little series about rom-coms. Yeah. And so we ended on a great note for me, anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least for you. We ended on a, on a high note. <laughs> uh, we covered... See, I, I, I put the expectations low <laughs> so that when you watch it, you, you'd enjoy it more. I was I like, eh, you know, it's just a rom-com. But it is, it is very pretty generic though right it in is this, yeah. it's very conventional in the mm. in the sense of a rom-com yeah. i thought it would be a good way to kind of uh kind of wrap it up mm-hmm. maybe i mean i didn't know this was going to be the last one but sure but i just wanted one that's very conventional as mm-hmm. well just to kind of round out everything mm-hmm. because a lot of the ones that we watched might have been a little bit more um on the polarizing yeah. ends of, um, of the rom-com yeah. genre so yeah. yeah this was it was very conventional but it just had so much like character to right, it. Right. Like it, it really felt not necessarily as like a twist in the genre, but just very kind of stylized. Right. Um, it, it really knows it what it's doing. Yeah. Like it yeah. really knows its genre well, mm-hmm. and it's playing to those things. Exactly. Especially it, with the characters, it plays like completely to the romance and completely to the comedy on both sides, and yeah. just really takes advantage of the genre right. and just like the story and everything. And, and it's it's literally the conventional yeah the how it goes you know like how they how they meet mm-hmm. how they kind of get together yep. and how they like kind of break up or whatever and exactly. then how they get together at the end it's just a, it's like we find out that we like each other right quintessential like, <laughs> romance, romance comedy thing trope going on but it, it does it well so like mm-hmm. you, you enjoy it <laughs> is it like a little weird that my favorite isn't like the most out of the bunch <laughs> it's just the most kind of generic no honestly <laughs> i think there's nothing wrong with a good genre movie For sure. you know i mean like a lot of people i feel like it, especially these days mm-hmm. they're kind of expecting a subversion of things yeah and they think that that's what makes something good mm-hmm. but i feel like for me like it's actually how well you do something and how how much like honesty like integrity you put into what you're doing I think makes it important, like makes it good. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you do something like a rom-com and, and really like do it not as like a parody or like making feel like a parody, sure. if you really like do it genuinely, I feel like it'll, it'll really uh, resonate with people. And, and even for like a subversion, like if you really do it at, out of a, like a genuine, like kind of like, you know, following the ways of, of doing it, but then, subverting it in a way that makes sense and i also think it would be good but there are a lot of times especially these days i won't i won't name name names <laughs> but there are certain movies that they just make it and and they just try to subvert things just to be subversive right and i don't think those are good movies at all so yeah there's like a really uh i think i think the key is to really be true to what you're trying to do mm. whether it's subverting something or and and like subverting it not for the sake of subversion, but subverting sure. it within the story, like mm. and the story making sense because of this subversion. You know what I mean? Like like the sixth sense makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, but some certain <laughs> things don't make sense. 
So I, I'm, I'm and even like rom coms like the ones that we watched today, the one that we are doing today, mm-hmm. it's true and genuine to what it's trying to do, which which I feel like it's able to sell itself because of that. Agreed. Yeah. I just sound great. Yeah, and in like this weird age, uh, in this weird age of where you feel that um, we've exhausted sort of genres and we've exhausted sort of tropes and there is this looming kind of expectation of right. having to subvert that and, yeah. you know, people craving for new or fresh or right, right. different um, aside from everything that we've seen. But now it's like, it's just if you do commit to that genre and if you do do it right, like you can get something very special out of right. it. I mean, for me, like Taika Waititi is the ultimate like portrayal of that. Because he's nothing but a genre di- director, right. and yet he's a sort of unicorn in our time. And like, who doesn't like his films? Right. You know, because there's a sense of like a genuine kind mm. of you know, yeah. Like he he's, he brings that into his films exactly. So I feel like you can't just like ignore it. Yep, yep. And so mm. you know, he doesn't really divert from he doesn't divert from expectations. He doesn't sort of do twisty plots or kind of take away. He just really just puts. Uh, an honesty in his own character into right. his movies right. and on those right. characters and things like I that. Think, so. I think that by him putting it, putting that in, mm. it does create a certain kind of uniqueness to it. Right, right. right. And it's I kind of, it's kind of ironic, but it, it it is what it is. You know, yeah. what I mean, like he makes it, he puts a flair on it that's mm-hmm. you know different from other people. Yeah, he, I mean, he's just one of those directors that's if you. If you just didn't have a title throughout the movie and you just watched the film, you would automatically know, like, that's a Taika Waititi film mm-hmm. for sure, like, without question. Yeah. It's just that sort of flavor and, and flair that he kind of brings to yeah. it. Um, so before we divert too far. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about it, I guess, near the end, but let's go back. <laughs> so this is not what I expected. came out in 2017. This is actually a Hong Kong film mm-hmm. uh, directed by Derek Huey. Is it? It's H U I, but I, that's I like I'm trying to put like a Chinese. Oh. Thing. I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Like his first name is American, so does not mean his last name is American? <laughs> or is it just like hmm, Kiwi or huh? Um, so this is just like I looked at his filmography and he only has like three directorial credits under him. Mm-hmm. I think this may be as like his first feature. I could be wrong, but okay. He's mainly an editor, is what he oh. actually is. Yeah. He got a bunch of editors. The editing in this movie actually was pretty really good. great, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my so, notes. I was like, yeah. I think the, a lot of this movie, just like the way that it was constructed, really lent itself to like the editing specifically. Yeah, especially the piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is actually adapted from a book. Uh, I believe it was came out in 2014 called Finally I Get You. Um I don't know like how much it was like related to or how specific they were, but yeah. I'm, I read like the synopsis and from the synopsis is pretty much the same. I think the characters are the same. Okay. Written by Lan Bese for anybody interested. And this movie will actually have a Chinese drama adaption that was slated for 2020 this year. So mm. uh, that's all coming. Like a series? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like a K-drama, but in China. Yeah. <laughs> but a C-drama. <laughs> And like I think the characters are the same name, and so okay. I don't really know anything else besides that. So this movie, I'll explain it this time because you know, take a break, <laughs> Lee, take a break. <laughs> um, well, you enjoyed it, so <laughs> I know. From the get go, like this movie sets up like the whole premise really well. Like yeah. we know the characters, and like we know, like they don't like each other. Like it really sets everything first, up. In, first like, ten minutes, you know exactly easy. what's going on. Yeah, first like three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah, honestly, it really goes in. Yeah, like, yeah. It really. Which is great, like, you know, it just hooks you in there. Yeah. So we're introduced to this guy who is, he's a billionaire, and he's basically a VP for a business that buys out different hotels. Um, but he's super, like, peculiar with particularly food, but he's kind of a stuck-up person in general as well. Yeah. He's, like, apparently he's a germaphobe and yeah. whatever. His name is Lu Jin. Um, and then we are introduced to Gu Shengnan, who is... Effing up his car, nope. <laughs> his his poor Q7 Audi. <laughs> um, 
I what did he what did she write on the hood? Uh, I, I, I don't remember something, but like she's doing it because she's like helping her best friend get back at her ex boyfriend yeah. who probably cheated on her yeah. or something like that. So like they drive the same car and she ends up mixing up the car for. She went to the third floor to the second <laughs> floor. Of the second floor. <laughs> like how? Okay. How do you? Yeah, that's what I was like. How how do you mess that up? And then literally the 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 number is right like next to it, in like front the of call. the Audi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. And there's like a camera right in front of her too. Yeah. Not not thought all the way. Yeah, not the brightest. Not the brightest lady. Yeah. Outside of her job. But, like, even my first impression of her, because she looks a little sketch in the beginning. Like, she she's like she has tattoos, which are kind of cute, but, like, her hair isn't really well done. It's kind of <laughs> frizzy. And then she's, like, she just looks a bit of a wreck. Yeah. And, like, she's like, sits on top of the car and she just, like, like, the mannerisms and her look really lend itself yeah, to be, like... she does Asian squat, like, on the car. Yeah. And she's just, like... <laughs> going ham. Yeah, going ham on the car, keying it. But she's working, like, a a bum job and she has like four roommates that's kind of the impression and then it turns out she's actually making bank <laughs> working as like a head chef well, well she's like a sous chef she's I don't, like a sous yeah, chef she's yeah she's not like a head chef but but still like you know there's yeah. some credit to her actual you know yeah yeah she's not completely a bum mm-hmm. and she's great at cooking apparently so right. but yeah that's kind of the thing and then um so Lujin basically records everything and it's like that's actually my car and then it's like hey if you don't take my car to the shop i'm gonna call the police um and then there's there's this weird dynamic of um you find out that he goes to the hotel that she works in and that she's a sous chef um in the kitchen and so basically like everybody in the kitchen staff cooks the entire menu to impress him because you know he's pretty well known to be like this very stuck up and particular sort of guy and then he the only cooking that he likes out of the entire uh, kitchen staff is hers um, because she makes like this very like fancy sort of spaghetti meal. Yeah. Spaghetti has something. I forget. Strega or something. Strega yeah. something. Spaghetti. Uh, L- Strega or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, and so like, you know, he's like, he doesn't like just food. Like there's a whole context that yeah. you kind of get. To, he doesn't go for just the taste. So I'm like, you know, BS mess. Yeah. Um, and so he decides to, but like the rest of the hotel is like C quality. Right. At best, you know, right. for Tim, he's like, it kind of looks a mess and the, the hotel rooms itself is not great. And so kind of the kitchen and like the cooking was sort of like the last straw for his judgment. Yeah. Um, and then he's very surprised to find that there is a uh, very talented female kitchen staff. So he decides to stay, but only will cook, will only eat her cooking. Yeah. And so like there's this interesting sort of battle between them like unheard from their identities because they don't they don't know who they are yet who each other are yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. even though they had met prior um and sort of well they don't know that they're the they don't know yeah. they're the ones that like well he doesn't know that she's the one that keyed the car mm-hmm. and and she doesn't know that he's the one that he's a vp yeah he's a vp yet yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like there's this battle of like her basically trying to conquer him and like right. impress sort of her his taste and things yeah and so it's this very friendly battle that goes on right excuse me and so eventually down the line he stays at the hotel really because of her and then he she eventually finds out who he is because like so backtracking a little bit even besides that they meet out of office right a lot of times so that's a that's like cool part where like yeah. they meet each other as like normal. Like there's people. like there's like two personas pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. They have the kitchen persona. She has the kitchen persona, and he yeah. has the VP persona. But then they also meet outside or like you know when they're not mm-hmm. when they actually meet face to face. They meet as like the person who keyed the car and the person <laughs> who you know is the car owner. Exactly. And so there's this fun dynamic between like mm-hmm. the kitchen and the hotel moments and like the outside moments. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, they're kind of appeasing two different people in their minds. Right. But in reality, it's really just them. It's the yeah. same person. Right. And so, like, he despicably despises her and, like, she causes trouble. Yeah. And, like, she's he thinks that she's following him around everywhere yeah. and, like, effing up his life in so many right. different ways. Um, and so, eventually, we she finds out that he is a VP from, like, that interview that he does yeah. uh, with the TV guide. Um, and so, she, like... 
decides to keep that information to herself and sort of expresses like so one of the challenges the next challenge that he gives is like you can make anything that you want just have a personal like twist to it well there's like three themes right mm. the i thought th- it was like all one theme or well, that was well, his one thing like, there's three themes <clears throat> and you have to make one dish for each theme so mm. like one was like a special place sure. was like um a time special time so oh, almost summer gotcha. so she did summer and she did time which i think she did like it was like a moment and, and then the last one was the moment yeah moment, yeah 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 one was like the like the muscles that were like really spicy mm-hmm. sort of like very energy like yeah. energy and um just like emotional and right. then like the other one was like went back to what was the second one because the third one was a moment which was like the matcha yeah, with steak, steak yeah which is which is the first one was summer so it was like um Mm. i think that was the muscle muscle one okay okay yeah summer like the barbecue and the Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and then she proposed sort of another theme for herself which was the dessert yeah and so like he guessed everything right except for it was like the certain nut right um it was uh the the uh the truffles. Yeah, yeah. See, he he didn't know what the truffle was. Mm. He thought it was it was because he's rich and like truffles are expensive. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he kind of thought it's it's conveying that he, it's like him. Mm-hmm. Like the dish pretty pretty much is representing him. Exactly. And the reason why she made it into a blowfish was because uh during that interview, <laughs> like he like the guy kind of like comments like he's like a blowfish. Yeah, yeah. And so she makes this uh, dish that looks like a blowfish. Yeah. Right. And so um, but like he mistranslates what like that truffle right. uh, in the dessert kind of means. Um, and then, but he wants to meet her, but she decides to like, Not keep, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so she ends up running away basically, but she knows sort of like who he is and there's this weird dynamic that plays there. Yeah. And then it's funny cause like that plays a bit up until he finds out who she is. Cause he finds her in that bathroom stall of the right, restaurant right. and then he awkwardly smells her yeah, shirt. That's a like, weird that moment. was a weird moment. It was like an excessive, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she like drops her her spoon and, and her uh, yeah because she was hiding in the stall. Her cooking uniform. Yeah, the the chef, that's like a, the big yeah, giveaway. Big, big yeah, that yeah. she drops her chef uniform, so he knows exactly who she is. But it's an unspoken thing, yeah. and then from there on, he takes advantage of that yeah, he trolls her. 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 her hella hard yeah. so like he gives her this um watch this watch and it like basically detects how far she is from him right because he has the same watch and like it detects the range of e- the both watches yeah yeah so like he sets off an alarm anytime she's close by and so like because he knows who she is yeah. that she's a chef he just like whenever he sees her around the hotel he just like uh, tells her to f off, <laughs> run away. And there's like the radius, like you can make the radius bigger the or smaller, so he makes it bigger on purpose. So she just gets shocked and she yeah. Where she's like doing the barbecue, <laughs> she's like drops everything. And, like she's riding the bike and she's like, yeah, she's just, like chips over the plant. So bad, so bad. Yeah. Um, and so eventually, something. What happens that? So she leaves apparently. Like she calls off sick. Yeah, she calls off sick. Um, well, before that, actually, they do meet because she was baking the cake for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then he like turns off the watch and then walks in on her. And so then she explains what like the truffle actually meant. Yeah. And then after that, like she basically starts fleeing from him, and then even like takes the day off. And yeah. so he basically chases after her and. Yeah. Uh, tracks her down to her apartment and just invites himself in yeah like nothing but he wants her to cook for him i, I love that little moment where uh she opens the door and it's a little kid it's like it's like what are three ways to make yeah. a lobster <laughs> she, like, that's easy yeah she like says it like nothing fry, fry the head and like so she, the body yeah, and like, and, like something to tell yeah <laughs> it's like three oh six which I was confused for a second. I was like, what does 306 mean? It takes me a minute to be like, oh, that's her apartment number. Yeah. He's just sitting down in the middle of the, like, street. Yeah, in front of the thing. Yeah. Just chilling with an umbrella. Yeah. 306. 306. Yes, let me so, keep... yeah. And his incentive was keeping the lobster. <laughs> of all the things. That's only, like, a Chinese thing. Yeah. Like... 
you can keep that lobster if you go through 300 floors. Good incentive. And then, I guess, right? For a kid, I, I don't know what he was going to do it, with that, but... It seems like... I feel like a, a grown-up would be happier for a lobster. Yeah, maybe. I mean, how much are they, like, market price now? I'm, I mean, I don't know about the area. It's probably, it's probably cheaper probably there, to be honest. Thinking yeah. about it? Yeah. Damn, I was Yeah, lobster. basically... <laughs> He barges into her house mm-hmm. and so with a basket <laughs> and so like from then on the convention of the movie changes to like you know we talked about sort of a convention for one common is like comedy first half and very romance second side yeah and this would be more of like the romance second right, part of right. it right and so which is funny because i was i was watching this and i was thinking like it, th- so like he invites herself in and then she makes himself she makes her she makes him sorry lunch and he passes out on the couch because he's kind of um what's that term that when you can't sleep uh insomniac yeah he's pretty much an insomniac that you see from the hotel in the earlier scenes yeah he can't sleep at all and so i guess her cooking and whatever puts him at ease comfort food literally yeah he, he i think she literally made it her him like like Cajun, like lobster, and yeah, like, something like that, like some kind of yeah. And so from then on, he just invites himself back over to yeah. her apartment. They literally eat and sleep. <laughs> literally, he basically lives with her from and then on. The funny on part out. is he doesn't eat with other people. So yeah, he eats alone. No, that's like an important kind of moment. That, yeah, and so it was like, just like it's a weird thing of like they're not. There's like a little spark and like a little hint of there's a romance kind yeah. of going on from like, you know, he when he sees her spots are making the cake and their identities are revealed to each other because yeah. he's very playful with it. So even though he doesn't necessarily like her, but he does like her after right. like knowing that persona. Right. And there's just like, you know, in, in the initial uh, of him inviting himself over like there's like this little bit of a romance that's there but and, and it, i mean the way that he goes about doing it becomes yeah. even more like like blatant mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. he literally wears his pajamas <laughs> like he sets up the the sofa to become his bed like essentially like it, it's pretty he, he conquers the living yeah. room from then on but it's like it's it's a weird thing inherently of course right. but there's not enough romance going on to kind of justify it yeah so a little it just plays a little to the weirdness but, but she likes him you can get the feeling that exactly. she kind of likes him mm-hmm. more so, so it's like it this interesting friendliness kind of going yeah. on you know that they like they tick each other off but they like each other yeah. really you yeah. know what i mean and then so like it's funny that it flips is because he's an insomniac but then he ends up finding comfort in sleeping there and then yeah. she basically turns into insomniac from him sleeping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she can't get any sleep she can't get any sleep after that um and what happens after that because they do have it falling out afterwards well he decides to go uh, all of a sudden remember like he he like mm-hmm. isn't there he hasn't come for like two days yeah, yeah. To, to the hotel and so she's like, "What's up?" Yeah, and then she, she falls into his yeah, house. Yeah, she falls into his house. <laughs> and then, and then the biggest reveal happens. He has a personal chef, guys. <gasps> How dare he How cheat dare on me? You? And the, the best friend is like, "Did he sleep with her?" And she's like, "That's not the point. <laughs> He's eating somebody else's food." Yeah, it's like ah. Oh. It's just funny, like, it kind of takes, like, that's sort of the the flip on the convention of rom-coms, you know? Right, like, right, right. You know, it's not the fact that it's another relationship with a woman. It's this, we, it's this different relationship that he has with her, right. and then it plays to, like... Because food is such a big deal for exactly. her and him, that it, it becomes a big deal when somebody else gets involved in mm-hmm. it. So it's like it's like a mistress or like he was married the whole time yeah, and then basically she married yeah. the whole time. <laughs> and then he she walks in and is like you were married like which is great like i love that like mm. subtle like parallel that yeah. they put in like that and the and the the relationship between food and love mm-hmm. and that kind of like yeah play on and metaphor that works so well i yeah. feel like and it's funny because it's, it's um they have such different characteristics and they're so 
opposite sides of the spectrum as people yeah. yet they completely share this ground of food right, of being right. foodies like you know understanding what food means exactly right? like that, that convention that concept mm-hmm. in a very like heightened and very just romantic kind of way exactly yeah. so like aside from their personalities and things like this is sort of the holy ground yeah. between them in a relationship and sort like of this defines is a deal breaker exactly you know? like food is, is <laughs> their deal breaker that's how they communicate with other yeah. people you know and it's how they have relationships yeah it's a weird weird world but <laughs> it's great it's great it is really nice to see it yeah and so like then there's this whole thing of um what's her name again shen shenem kind yeah. of goes to her kitchen and staying away from him and is like pissed off at him and then the personal chef comes in and it's like hey i know he's been acting different because you're around yeah like so like the reason she wasn't really in the picture the entire time and she was off on like a vacation or something it was vacation right and so she came back and then she's like well now my man is different (laughs) now that you're you're back how dare you how dare you for for my man but i'm willing to make an agreement we will split the cooking days (laughs) So you cook on weekends. Weekends. But I'll cook breakfast yeah. on the weekends. Which is like really messed up. Yeah. And that's like the throwing edge point for her. She just like rips it up. And she like chops onions. Oh, yeah, to yeah. Like, <laughs> as like letting out stress. Mm. And so after that, it goes to like the super melodramatic, melodramatic and depressing yeah. like montage and b-roll the climax mm-hmm. is about to come it's like he he leaves shanghai um to go back to his father um and basically like carry out the rest of his business essentially yeah um and so like from there so like backtracking a little more um near like the end of his stay with her um they share a meal together like she basically sits down with him and they eat uh, the blowfish. Yeah. And so they. this is like a very, they kind of find the middle ground no, I, in the relationship. That's the turning point yeah. of kind of like their relationship where they're mm-hmm. both kind of understanding each other of what this relationship kind of means for them, mm-hmm. each other. They don't know it yet, but then they're, Right, their hearts kind of know. Yeah. <laughs> well, like he knows it because right, like right. it's funny. It's like they they eat the blowfish and then they get high. Yeah, off the blowfish. Something happens with the blowfish. Yeah, and they basically yeah. They just they get really messed up. Yep, and then they think it's raining, but it's not really raining, so they carry umbrella, and then he ends up sobering up first. Yeah, and they like go outside to escape from the rain because it's raining inside. Yeah, anyway, and then he sobers up, he sobers up first, and then basically recognizes his feelings for her yeah and then she's still high the entire time (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny because even before that we kind of know that she likes him yeah and even though she doesn't say it but from her actions we see it yeah but it's more blatant when he sees it so Mm -hmm. like by the time he realizes then we both know what they're feeling for sure and then he basically kind of then the whole thing with like the personal chef and he kind of runs away after that um and then, but when he's off back in wherever he is, I think Singapore or something. I don't know. I, don't I could be wrong. Remember, yeah. But when he basically goes back home, he kind of applies like uh, sitting with others again. Yeah. He's and he's trying to kind of, you know, he like his personal, he asks his personal chef to join him for, for dinner. And she's like, well, I've only made a meal for one this entire time. And yeah. then just like melodramatic, like, I know you're hurt. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. And then he sits with his father and asks him to join breakfast with him together. And then that's sort of when he realizes, like, I'm a despicable asshole. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Based on, like, his father's image. Yeah. You know, and you, it's kind of revealed that, like, his father branded him in a way, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of put, molded him into the person that he is. Exactly. Someone that's pretty much very business only. Um, and it can do away with relationships and yeah. sort of other people, essentially. And is very stuck up and all those things that make him what he was throughout the entire movie. And so he kind of has that self-reflection moment um, and then chases after the woman he loves. (laughs) So, but I thought it was really interesting to see that that turning point happens because he starts applying like what he tries to stay away from. It's interesting because he realizes that it's not that he never want. It's not that he didn't want to, like eat with people right but it's because like he it's because like you know like his father like mm-hmm. made him think that or like or it's because people didn't like him exactly right because 
because mm-hmm. his father made him think that like mm-hmm. you have to be like this despicable person exactly and so it's not that he didn't want to be with people or eat with people but people didn't want to eat with him mm-hmm. you know and like he realizes okay so like what can i do to I guess, change <laughs> that right chase after my woman <laughs> <laughs> So then he makes a pit stop in Shanghai, essentially. And he quite literally finds her and chases after her. And then she runs away. Um, And then there's like that confession in the veggie market. (laughs) And then, okay, there's one little critique that I have throughout the entire movie that I don't like. It's when he looks in the camera. Oh, (laughs) that moment. That shot, which is that little gag, which is like, not that it's wrong in like a film language yeah, kind of yeah, sense yeah. you know and it, it plays to sort of the style of it mm-hmm. just as a personal preference it, you didn't like it, it kind of took me out a little bit mm-hmm. i was like ah but we didn't really like, need to do that this girl? Like, <laughs> yeah exactly that's literally what it was yeah it's like are you serious right now yeah. i was like we didn't really i didn't really need that mm-hmm. but thanks for it anyway other than that it was great all the way through yeah and then they like go see the sunset in somebody else's apartment yeah <laughs> And then, yeah, and then he, like, brings her closer and then sort of, like, you know, they basically are in love, but their characters are still there. And he's, like, yeah. isn't very forward with his emotions, but she's very, like, exuberant of that. Yeah, I, I like the ending of how, like, instead of her cooking for him, he cooks for her. Mm, noodles. Yeah, noodles. <laughs> that he was never able to complete. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that whole scene of... uh him making the noodles in the middle of the night and then going to jail. That's good. I love that scene where like it turns into like three of them mm. and they're I all was... trying to create it and then they all come together <laughs> as one person. I think that's my favorite shot. That's a good that's shot. That's a great that shot. Because yeah. like I didn't expect like it that threw off my expectation completely oh, yeah. but in a great way. Right, right, Because right. like you know you see something like that and then you just you know kind of pans through and it's like the whole process but I didn't expect for all of them to react to like what happened afterward right. you know and then like all it's a cool it. way of kind of showing that it might not even be it mm. might not even be his like third time it might be his like sixth time exactly you know what I mean like yeah. he just tried to do it like six <laughs> times and all these different times di- di- different times and different moments failed, failed <laughs> because like... of her and it's a great way of kind of showing that in one like shot exactly it's pre- yeah it's, it's pretty cool she's like super efficient and creative yeah and, and how they all come together as, as one person yeah, yeah. he finally decides to go out <laughs> Yeah, and she's like hiding on the rooftop. Like yeah. the first time, she's like ducking and covering. Yeah. What is uh, like your favorite scene? That's a contestant for me, but I don't know. My, my I think I enjoy the uh, the hallucination scene a lot, mm. where like it starts raining like, and they're just like kind of like <laughs> in this like weird delusion. Yeah, I really like that scene. The blowfish. <laughs> they're like stupid humans. <laughs> stupid humans. They're like popping out of the yeah, bowl. Yeah, that and was stuff. like very weird. That was. But I, I uh, yeah. But overall, I I like the scenes in the rain. I mm. felt like it was very, very moody, and then has a very kind of iconic kind of yeah. feeling to it. It did. It was just very. And the colors, like the colors were. Yeah, cool. yeah. I just loved how the colors just really like, like pulled it off. Mm. Very kind of like neon. Yeah, like and neon like... and like yellows and like oranges mm-hmm. and like very like these... nightlife because yeah. it does happen at night. And it's just popping out. Yeah. Yeah, that was um I like that scene a lot because that was the most vulnerable we saw of each other. Uh, Lu Jin, yeah. yeah. And like well, Sheng Nang is like Well she's always kinda yeah, like Yeah, very always <laughs> like we've seen her drunk before. Like like her being normal and her being drugged is pretty much the same. <laughs> There's just like maybe another step forward, yeah. but it's she's still pretty much Basically out there. The same. Yeah, <laughs> she's such a force of like chaotic force. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really expressed, and um, I like the whole egg scene mm. when so like kind of the first quote unquote challenge that he does is make an egg dish where yeah. literally like Tega just says egg and then they have like all, an entire day of just making egg different dishes. egg dishes. Yeah, and it's just this weird escalation of like they make the egg dishes and it's like gorgeous like b-roll and like all the egg different variations that they do and then it transforms into like a dance compilation and sort of the bollywood (laughs) right it's like this 
you know, Bollywoods have those big dance sequences and that's kind of what happens in this movie. Yeah. And then and then it turns out to like super goofy when she starts making weird faces and yeah. yeah, it just it really cranks up to like a weird level. Yeah. But just like a very exciting right. kind of way. It works very well though. It's very it yeah. It's it's very like this film is very dynamic mm-hmm. in the way that it utilizes different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's very playful, yeah. like all the way through. Yeah. So even like with Lujin is very kind of serious character and mm-hmm. isn't a playful person at all, but because of her and like just sort of the tone of the movie, like everything is pretty much very playful and yeah. very goofy and kind of in that way. And even like the situations that he catches himself in is yeah. all very new for him. Like, like, like the moment when um, he's doing that conference call mm. after he got like stung by a oh bee. with the tie <laughs> and then the assistant's like turn your head yeah just turn like your a little head bit. Too, right? yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah. there's actually a Thai movie I would like to talk about eventually as well no. that scene reminded me I was like oh ties how could I forget about the ties <laughs> oh wow <laughs> we haven't forgotten about you guys no <laughs> um yeah that's like going back to that uh when they're high like yeah he's like vulnerable and like we haven't seen him in that sort of state before mm-hmm. and then just that's when like kind of his reveal sort of her yeah. liking her and, and i think very the, fresh. the highlight of that is like the end of that where like he leaves the house and he's like looking out mm-hmm. and it's kind of like dusk or like sunset or whatever yeah. and like he sees the couple mm-hmm. and is sitting on the uh, apartment like the balcony gotcha. and they're looking out into the sunset mm. and he, i guess i think that's the moment where he kind of realizes oh maybe i want to kind of have that mm. kind of like i want love you know what I, mean? <laughs> I want a relationship so yeah that's why i think i like that scene a lot because it kind of foreshadows kind of the future of their mm. relationship uh i think my favorite would have to be just the reveal of the like the noodle suitcase mm. probably <laughs> like that really took me off guard because oh, yeah. like it's under like the noodles themselves are under a blanket yeah so like he's he can't sleep um and he's insomniac and then he gets up and he opens up a suitcase and there's like this equipment around there and yeah. i thought it was for a coffee maker <laughs> like i really went in like oh he's gonna make like fancy coffee and like me i'm a big coffee enthusiast so i'm like oh this is gonna be great like this is exactly what i would do and he pulls over the blanket and there's packs of ramen like on the side and instead he's like making like packs of noodle in like the most artisan way possible like perfect timing (laughs) like perfect like by the second has to be perfect and it's just from then on it's it's just really funny and like i didn't expect it and like just the whole thing and then he goes to jail and he, he can't get his noodles but the guard brings up noodles and like even that like it just takes like a simple thing and it kind of cranks it up to like right. all the way through like it his tone is like hey don't like don't put the flavor in first like add the water first and then he gets really into it by like the end of it and he's like watch the clock and he's like wait now pour drain it now mix it mix it yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> And just like that kind of happens a lot. Like that's sort of a mechanic that goes through yeah. throughout the entirety of the film, but it works really well. And so uh, there was just a lot of funny moments and I like characters like her in movies, mm. sort of the very outgoing and very kind of quirky and force of nature uh, girl throughout the movies. And that's like another I knew personal. you were going to like that. <laughs> that was, I knew you were going to like that. That's another like personal tug. Like, I was like, as soon as I saw that character, I was like, yeah, She's like, gonna like that one. <laughs> the tattoos are cool. And she has short hair. She's kind of cute. Can <laughs> and she can cook. Like that's my wife on screen, <laughs> basically. So, yeah, as like a personal touch, this had like, mm. I love it. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to walk through? Um. Yeah, I think I think I talked about it. You know, mm. The ending, the kind of coming full circle with him. Like making the food for her and kind of finally expressing his like, mm. well, yeah, expressing his feelings, and even in the vegetable uh, that market, yeah, where he says like, um, where he drives his car through a market, yeah, how how, <laughs> <laughs> where he says um, like, I don't know if if I like you because of mm. your because of your cooking, right, or, it, or because you know your flaws like. 
like I don't know if I don't like you because of your flaws mm. because I just like you as a whole. Like I don't, I I can't like I can't decide. Pinpoint like, yeah, just just like I like your cooking or like I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like you and your flaws or whatever. And I think that moment kind of was nice. It's very like it's a very weird confession scene, right? Just because it plays so honestly to his character. Yeah. Like he is completely honest on what he says. Yeah, he's not, he's not just saying like, Oh, I love you. But he's saying like, I don't know if I like you just because of your cooking or, or, or is if there's something more. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, like, I like your cooking, but I don't like your, like you in a way. Like what he says, he says, he says, I I like your cooking. So I don't know if I, I like you because I like your mm -hmm. cooking. Or, you know, it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. or like, and, and what he's basically trying to say is like, I just like you mm. as a whole, I yeah. guess, because even the flaws that you have, like, I don't know. I still like it. Mm. Like, I still like you is basically his confession. Oh, he's like, he says, um, he'd like, he'd, she'd ra- he'd rather have her by his side. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, rather than deciding on, you know. Right. How deciding on his feelings per se? Well, yeah, so. he's like, I'd rather have you by by my side rather than like you just be there as like a cook or whatever. <laughs> like, like he's saying, like, oh, like I don't need you as a cook. I just yeah. want you by my side. I want you to be my personal chef for life. <laughs> <laughs> Will you do that, please? But yeah, but I think I think his confession there kind of portrays like where it's shown. Mm-hmm. Like at the end when he cooks for her, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. showing like you know, you don't it's have just. it's not just cooking. Like you don't have to just cook for me. Like that's not the basis of our mm-hmm. like relationship. But I actually like like you, you know I mean? <laughs> which is why I'll make the noodles. I'll, for you. I'll cook. You sit there. Yeah. Exactly. And she's like, "Do you find me sexy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're Let's, the most generic, non-sexy person. I like. Yeah. We're like the most generic, sexy person. Yeah." Just some weird craziness like yeah. that. Uh, who keeps their fridge in their living room? Did you notice that? Uh, no. <laughs> when, when he first goes into her apartment and there's like that shot, like that wide shot of the yeah. entire living room and it's like a complete mess, you know? But her fridge is in the living room. Like it's right next to it. Oh, really? And I was like, what? Maybe who, uh, what? it's just a really small apartment. Is that a poor people thing? Like, well, I think it's just a <laughs> small apartment that, you know, it's... I mean, her kitchen did look a little small. Don't have enough space. I don't know if it was that small. Just the it's a movie that you really can't go wrong with, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not a movie that's gonna like blow your socks off. I feel like you know it will. I mean? I know <laughs> <laughs> it's a very. Uh, I I would say like average to above average film. It's not like. <sighs> not like it doesn't like like go like so create like i don't know like sure it's not it's not like a picasso of a film right now like but it's a great film yeah yeah. it's fun to watch Mm. and 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 it really plays to its its traits and it's it plays to what it it tries to do and like it succeeds in what it's trying to do like if on your wedding day and this is not what i expected are kind of like on the same playing field of of an of an average joe sort of rom-com yeah. movie you know like in hindsight but i would say this is better than that no yeah, well, what huh what do you mean like as far as like you know it's not like a picasso of like right, a, right, right. of a masterpiece of like cinema well, but yeah i mean i mean like yeah so like but i i would prefer this and i would recommend this uh, better Okay. Than like this on your wedding day, okay, you know, okay. like this is like it's kind of a generic sort of right, rom com right, right. for sure. That's what I'm trying know? to get at. Like it's yeah. it's nothing that's gonna like like change the face of film or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? It it is just a good film to watch, like fun film to watch. Mm-hmm. It's no and, parasite, and it's, but it's you know? it, it, I mean, it's not. There's nothing wrong with that though. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like exactly, you know what I mean? Like like people when they watch it. No one's gonna maybe it's like like you know that like people like Sean like they're gonna really love it and enjoy it, but other people you know they're just gonna watch it and just have fun yeah. with it. Exactly. And I mean it's it's not like a 
oh man, like it's like Parasite where it's so divisive, <laughs> like divisive. But, you know, I think it really captures the essence of what a rom-com kind of is. So, Yeah, I just think that it's like, yeah, it's not something that's crazy amazing, but it just does what it's supposed to do so well that right. it just doesn't divert from it's kind it's of rom-com. Like, I, like, I'm, I'm thinking of it in the perspective of like, kind of like the people's ex- expectations sure, these sure. days like the, yeah, what yeah, they yeah. kind of have in their minds where like they always want something like like that tops the next mm. you know what i mean and it's not like that per se right but i think it's a truly like genuine genre film mm-hmm. in in its own respect yeah. and and i think that's something that should be praised you know what i mean agreed Again, like, this is just isn't something that you could go wrong with yeah. either, you know? Like, yeah, like, in a perspective of the mass that expects sort of the great and something new, but this is sort of a divergent from that expectation that yeah. you really couldn't... I mean, I've seen a few, like, reviews of I think other I people's, too, yeah. and, and a, lot of the, a lot of the kind of, like, the complaints they have mm. was, like, uh, it's, you know, it's just... It's a fun film to watch. And <laughs> yeah. it, it, it doesn't really go anywhere more than like, you know what I mean? Mm. And, and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no like, you know, meta contextual or like right. symbolic. Like there's sort nothing, of like... I guess, like people want something like more, like have like a higher expectation, like a deeper mm. meaning or it's like yeah. some kind of like, you know, like it'll keep you talking. Yeah. Like way. a more depth to it or something like that. And I feel like sometimes they're expecting a little too much from certain things. Sure. And I feel like this film won't give you that exactly, <laughs> but I don't think that's the right way to approach it either. Exactly, you know I mean? Yeah. Like, like when you're, uh, when you're watching this film. Mm. Yeah. Like it, it, it certainly doesn't have, you know, a huge depth to it. In that way, but I agree that it isn't sort of like the mindset that you should have as well, kind of mm-hmm. going into it. Like um, your expectations for this film, like when you're going into it, yeah. should be a little bit different. I feel like just be uh, open-minded. Or well, just, I mean, you know, I mean, most I think I like I think it's because we kind of like watch it with a level of like try sure. try to watch it with a level of depth, mm. and I think that's why. But I think most people don't, so I think they would right. love this film. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Put like your, we, put your we, dumb minds on. <laughs> like we 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 maybe kind of overthink it a little too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All the time. Yeah. I think whereas, the people that listen to this are like, um, it should have been done thirty minutes yeah, ago. Whereas, <laughs> whereas other people just like watch it and mm-hmm. be like, oh, that's a great film. I loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah. and I think I think that's what reviewers are like. Exactly. That's why when I when I see the reviews, they're always kind of like nitpicking about that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. It's just a good fun film. Like, just watch it as a good fun film. Like, yeah, to write like a five-page essay on this movie yeah. would be kind of tough. You know, if like, if you had to like, if you had to f- bring out a depth to us and not just or like even just like movie, like you said like cri- like like cons- reviewing this film critically, yeah, within the lens of a romantic like comedy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would give it a really high score, yeah. but like there would be things like, let's say, like one of the criticisms that you made was like the fourth wall thing. Mm-hmm. Like those would be valid criticisms, but I don't think it would take away from, like you said, like from the quality of of it being a good rom com. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's just what I think. And we all know we don't care. We know. <laughs> yeah, I'll Sh- still say shut it, that down, bro. I'll still say it though. But in this podcast, we are not a democracy. Yeah. We are not. Okay. I'm the dictatorship. <laughs> I am the totalitarian. What I say goes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny because like it's interesting that um, a friend of mine, uh, she was saying when we did on your wedding day, she was interested to see like what we would talk about mm. because like it. it you didn't like have an expectation or like think what more could you talk about that movie outside of it being like you know a good rom-com uh, sort of genre film uh, like again just like that was a fun movie you know uh, it was funny you know i like the actors you know you, you can't go wrong with them. Talk about exactly like no. there's no sort of a depth for oh, don't worry we have plenty oh, of we- <laughs> 
<laughs> when we did talk about it, we had quite a little bit to jump in there. Yeah. So it's just, you know, like just things that even what you don't think that you can kind of dig into that you can also kind of bring out. Even this film, though, like 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 we like we talk about the, the editing of this film mm-hmm. and the pacing of this film, I feel like was the best out of the, all yeah. of the films that we watched. Oh, that's what I didn't mention. Like, because one of the things that stood out for me as far as like the editing, yeah. it's like I said that um, I found that like just the structure of like the story that it carried out was really was really good pacing and like and tight and really tight and just yeah. kept you engaged like from beginning to end like you know again going back to the beginning like in the first three minutes you knew who the characters were you knew like what the their setting personalities were exactly like, what you know i mean it, it sets up everything within that three minutes yeah like super quick and, and like it's like we talked about before too like it's always dynamic like there's mm. always something that like pushes it to the top or like exactly like every moment like it might feel just like oh this is just another passing moment but mm-hmm. like it adds stuff in that moment that makes it exciting or interesting yeah like that that jail moment yeah but even even like the moment it's like the two other characters in the film is like the uh, main character's um girlfriend right the friend yeah the best friend for the her. best friend and and the the boss is a subordinate exactly. right yeah and they have their own little like love thing, thing going on and like even in that moment where they use the metaphor for the food mm-hmm. to like me- yeah. as a metaphor for like love <laughs> and like sex and stuff like that, it's great. Like, it, like yeah, and like it, it makes it really dynamic and really makes it really like engaging. Mm-hmm. And like this film just constantly does that. Yeah, I think that's really masterful use of editing and pacing. It is like it is just always pushing forward and like the ball is always rolling. Like there was that scene where so when he's like eating all the dishes yeah. and um he doesn't approve of anything so then the manager um Shengnan, which is like so like there's like a little romance between Shengnan and the manager of the yeah. hotel and then they break up in the beginning yeah. and she he knows of her talent and so he's like can you come up with something and so she comes up with the with the what is it the spaghetti or the strega yeah strega and they serve it to him and like he automatically like knows that like it's something different and yeah. then he eats it and then we go into like him like being in awe of it and then like the next cut is them going back into the kitchen and then like she um she's like opens it up or the so what happened yeah yeah, yeah. Did he, and he like opens it? it up and it's empty and he she's like wait like why didn't you clean it like i wanted to see what was left over and he was like there's nothing left over and then it cuts back to him actually eating it like that just that little thing of not keeping it chronological yeah. in that sequence but yeah. playing that time in a way right and like make, it, making the the viewer guessing like, exactly what, like it, it's just a little scene of like it's just a little anticipation and like a little suspense but it carries on to like yeah, it you're pushes interested it forward, like, exactly and then your emotions forward because mm. like you're wondering the same thing that the chef is wondering exactly like oh did he he loved it obviously and you're right. like why did he love it and then we <laughs> see that with dramatic like ooh france <laughs> yeah 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 like it's only passed down by the, the female by female yeah. like that's how he guesses it's yeah, a woman yeah and uh yeah just like everything moves forward and everything is even like everything is paid off too in the end as well yeah um not not in a way that's like blatant but enough to be satisfied yeah like between there isn't a lot of the best friend and the assistance relationship yeah. but there's enough there that you know what's going on and it doesn't like make itself too much aware of it that like yeah. you know it's important of any kind of thing and even like the ex relationship between Shengnan and the manager like they break up and then a couple scenes later he's like will you cook for me yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, like screw you yeah. and throws meat at him yeah <laughs> which that analogy was hilarious <laughs> he's like but you're not my meal <laughs> I, I love that analogy and then, like, you're he, not my dish he compares her to like garlic chives garlic chives <laughs> but he's like no but I like I like melons and like, like I like pumpkins <laughs> even fruit like pumpkins and uh, eggplants they have a meaty inside but you aren't you're like Needy. garlic chives. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. There might be someone out there that likes garlic yeah. chives. <laughs> and she's just like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> just go. Great, great. I, I love the parallels they make to food yeah. in this movie. It is really smart. And it is not something that I had seen before either. So just really taking every aspect 
of like relationships and like the characters and kind of translated that into food into food and with food and it's like it's not complicated either you know yeah it really makes sense you know when you're watching it you understand what they're saying like the Mm -hmm. analogies and the metaphors that they're using yeah it's apt it's uh it is the language of the movie for sure yeah so it's just a fun film right. <laughs> and the way they shot the food and stuff it just makes yeah. you want to eat it <laughs> like, it's like dang i want some of that ugh, like that eggs. cake when they when they showed that cake oh yeah like he cut it, it oh. i was like damn i want some chocolate cake right <laughs> how now. did you cut it so perfectly <laughs> even like the food that he hated like that pudding i that know eating, I was like, that looks so good dude bro, if you... you don't want it i <laughs> know pass that down don't don't spit it out bro yeah he keeps spitting it out like dude <laughs> what an... really? on the floor <laughs> and the guy the assistant just covers like... the <laughs> yeah i kept like my second run through of when i was taking notes every time like something happened like that I just automatically was like, pompous ass. It's just like, <laughs> it's just such a exactly. jerk in this movie. Mm. Spitting out food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, what didn't, the squid egg, the squid boiled egg was a little weird though. Yeah. The squid ink. The squid ink. Yeah. Uh, it's just oh, very man. inventive though. I, I just yeah. wonder like, how, how the heck did they put it in there? I'm mean, pretty much the, all the meals in this movie were very unique. And that was kind of the jive of it, too, though. Like, you know, she was known to be unique, and that's kind of what he wanted in his expectations. So a lot of the dishes are things that I haven't seen before. Like the matcha steak. Oh, yeah, that looked so crazy. That looked really good, but just odd, Yeah, right? Just that combination. Yeah. Well, then it also kind of feels like my work. (laughs) Right? Right! (laughs) It, It was literally like a brisket. And then, like, deeply powdered with matcha, yeah, uh, matcha powder. But, like, I could kind of taste it. Like, I was right. like, the juicy of like the brisket and like mixing with the matcha mixing somehow. With, like, like, the not really kind of subtle sweet, but like just the tea ish. Yeah. I don't know. It was just interesting. It was interesting. A moment. And, yeah. <laughs> and the shuffle looked good. And yeah, the muscles look really good, the spicy muscles. Yeah. Like it, it really good of like you can kind of taste it because it was so descriptive and like how it, yeah. you know, you explain all this. And like foods. every ingredient they pre basically mm-hmm. like show and they're like, like the bureau. <laughs> the, <laughs> he makes his face like when we first see him and he's eating the strega and it's like that overhead shot and he's like sweating yeah. from like excitement. <laughs> this is like not the look you expect from him so far. I mean, guys, food and movies, like if you don't like that, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, overall, it's a very well crafted film. Mm. Yeah, it just has all the right. It has all the right ingredients. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was funny when the manager was uh, after they did the meal. The manager was like, "I'm counting on you, Shane." And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> backs into the wall. Oh my! <laughs> that guy, such a <laughs> him too. I was like pompous ass. I know. <laughs> I t- when they when um she breaks up with him, you know, the second time when they like talk in the alley in the or alleyway. whatever, touch my chest, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I realized that that I need you know healthy healthy food, and you are like you're you're healthy, you're like a healthy food it's, for me. It's so messed up. Just all like, the food analogies, just, man, just so good. What got me when he's like, <laughs> he's like backing away from being hit, and he ends, extends his hands. And he's like, it is just, it is hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a great pick. This is a plot on you, Lee, for wrapping this up. You can always count on Lee for a good pick, guys. 90% of the time. <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, that wraps up romance comedies. Yep, for now. For, for now, we'll be sure to hit this up again. <laughs> so many out there mm. but we have to tell what the people want lee what do the people want the people want excitement excitement anticipation <laughs> non-stop thrills <laughs> non-stop explosions yes and feet kicking and arm punching yes and we want blood especially uh while we're in lockdown we yeah. <laughs> We want to express our anger yeah. through movies. 
So yeah, our next um, installment, our next series is going to be... Ah, that seems almost like rom coms <laughs> again. Again, <laughs> romance action, <laughs> just action movies. Yes, we will do everything action. Not everything, but you know, just a few. Yeah, so we're gonna do action films that we've chosen. Um, some we watched, and some we haven't. Have you watched all of yours or no? Uh, just one. Okay. Uh, I decided to go with a little fresh for mine. Um. Mine's are mostly on the newer side, and now yours, yours Mine, are a little on me. Uh, one, I haven't watched, and two, I have watched, but I haven't watched in a long time. Right, right. So they're, they're very old. Mm. Well, um... Yeah. They're pretty old. Yeah. Both of them. They're Except for the... Uh, one's kind of, like... Yeah. One's pretty recent, and the other two are pretty old. Well, we might as well say it. Yeah. So, well, so mine is... Um, we're gonna do... The Fable, which came out in 2019. It's a Japanese film. Um, the next is Enter the Fat Dragon, which came out uh, pretty much at the beginning of this year in 2020. Oh, wow. That is a Chinese film from Hong Kong, I believe. And then the other one is <gasps> Man from Nowhere. <gasps> that is a- That's not recent. <laughs> <laughs> it's recent enough. No. Is that like 2007 or something? Oh, whoa. No. No way. Hold on. Is it? I'm thinking like 2010. Okay. 2010. Oh, wow. Really? It feels older than that for some reason. It feels like. I don't know. For me, I feel feel like. No, well, I think. The movie holds up so well, though. It does. The movie holds up so well. I feel like a lot of people watched this already. I don't know. Maybe that's only me, but. I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's such a good. It is a good action it, film. If if you are remotely interested in Korean films, you, you probably that, watched it. Yeah, you probably like. watched that. If you're like really new, though, you know what's interesting? I feel like for Korean films, people have a tendency to watch like more of the like quote unquote serious films first, where like those are more um, popular in the American audience. I feel like mm. like things like. Like Bong Juno and like Park Chanuk and like yeah yeah those very like heavy like Cinema Korean films kind of, mm-hmm. that that are, that feel more like like films like actual <laughs> they're like you know well I think it's because like just that foreign films in general aren't you know big in the U S but I feel se. like in general foreign films attract yeah. are. are People watch those kinds of foreign mm-hmm. films more. But that's in because general. that's because like I just think that because of the critical acclaim. Right, right, right. Because I think the first people that are going to see foreign films are the critics. Right. And then that just waves into everybody else. Yeah. You yeah. know? So I think that for foreign films making Which is why it's important that we're here. Exactly. Like just to, we're bringing you like you everything. <laughs> There's more than like critical right, acclaim right, out there, right. you know? <laughs> There's your Harry Met Sally in Japan. Like, you know, it's there. <laughs> there mm-hmm. so yeah that sounds like you know the first mo- films and like the whiff and that people know of are generally just the critical acclaim films that yeah, exactly what had critics and, then, and, and a lot of times those films are very heavy and kind of like drama and yeah, like drama. yeah melodramatic <laughs> really yeah exactly but getting back to our action <laughs> um yeah not a man from noise great. yeah um, so 2010 um okay. south korean and uh no, what was it? Well, uh, other one was 2019, uh, 2020 and the... 2019 to 2020. Okay. Yeah, so mine's are pretty much on a new reason. Yeah, so mine is um The Company Man. Mm. That's a Korean film. I don't exactly know. Maybe you can search it up, the year of it. 2010? Really? 20... And the next oh, no. one... Wrong, wrong country. <laughs> ben Affleck is in this one now, right? <laughs> oh, The Company Man. Yeah. Uh, and the next film that I picked was The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, which is another Korean film. But it's an interesting one because it's like a, uh, it's like a spaghetti western. 2012. 2012, okay. For Company Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, and that was pretty old too. That's pretty dated. Yeah. That might be 2007. That, yeah. That's probably somewhere in there. And the last one is a classic Chinese film called... 2008. Called the uh, the police story. Police story. 
Come on, guys. We're talking about action. You can't go wrong with old Jackie Chan over here. The Jack. The, the Jack. And that is all the way back in 1985. The police story. And there's so many Jackie Chan movies we could talk about. Yeah, I mean. There's so many that I can. It would be cheating to uh, just <laughs> put him. So Maybe so. we could do a, a series, series on him. That would be great. That would be a. That would be crazy. That would be. There's so. He did so many. Him in a trio. We'll do like. The most obscure Jackie Chan films we can find. <laughs> like him when like his debut. God, can it even find something like that? I was thinking of doing a Bruce Lee film. I was, yeah, that, that'd be cool. Which would have been fun, like Enter the Dragon. Or... Honestly, I don't think I've really seen any Bruce Lee films. Really? I'm thinking about it? Yeah. Uh, maybe I should have done one. Hmm. Should I switch it? We can do Blue Story. We always... We have so many movies to cover, yeah. you know, in our life. Anyways, we'll, 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 we'll stick to these. We'll I'm there. sure you guys watch Bruce Lee films, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm not the only one, though. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll go to it someday. Yeah. Definitely in, like, my generation. I think the new generations know of Bruce Lee, but really haven't been like, mm. I want to go see it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, there you have it. We're going to do The Fable, Enter the Dragon... Man from Nowhere, The Company Men, The Good, The Bad, The Weird, and Police Story. What do we want to do first? Our next lineup. Um, want to go first? Uh, I don't mind. Yeah, let's go first. Let's have you go first. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to get The Man of Nowhere out of the way. This is something that we've been wanting to do. Really? And... Alright, fine. Well, I, mean, I haven't already watched them. <laughs> I was half expecting you to do the new ones. So I, I kind of wanted to, but this is not what I expected. It's kind of new for me. Fine, let's go with a banger first. Like, <laughs> let, let's start. Let's start with a banger. Put that expectation up high. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this is and then disappoint everybody. But I, you know, honestly, I feel like Asian action films are one of the so great. Like, yeah, like they really do action. Why? I will say, and this is probably, I'll say this throughout the series too, but like one of the things that I love about Asian movies specifically is because it's, there's a certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Groundedness. Not groundedness, but like explicit, explicity to their filmmaking and like what they show. Right. It's, it's that, more real. Like, yeah. They, well, like, like. You can tell that they're doing wires or something like that, mm. but at least you know that they're doing it. Right? Yeah, that's the that's the thing that I feel like makes action films action films. Mm. And I guess we can go through what we expect or like our kind of idea of what makes a good action film. Yeah, in the next uh, podcast. Mm. But yeah, like a sneak peek of that would be like you know like actually being able to see the action. Yeah, as visceral, you know exactly. And just it's it's there's that a certain nuance to that that you. I really don't find in American movies at all, but some do, but not do, a lot. But not that. a lot. Yeah, like, like it's something that I see a lot more with Asian films. I feel like they're doing it more these days. Yeah, like with films like uh, John Wick and like Extraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched that. I, I haven't watched it, but I heard about it. I recently heard good, seen it. Good things about it. And uh, basically, I heard it was like John Wick, but with Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> like 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 yeah. action wise in that kind of in that sense. Pretty much, I prefer John Wick. But right, but I'm just saying, like the but it's still it's, the act of kind of like showing the action more explicitly, like you said. That, but like I don't know. I think just to me, there's a certain there's just a, an Asian sort of nuance that. Maybe because it's it's different from just my culture and everything that mm. just feels better and fresh compared to like a Hollywood sort of action movie, you know? Yeah. I think that if you go back and listen to our uh, Bong Joon-ho podcast, it's, I kind of peek into it as well as far as like the sort of explicitness difference and like they're not really afraid to show kind of the gruesome aspects, yeah. like especially with like Memories of Murder mm. and all those things that... But you'll see a lot more, especially from Man of Nowhere, too. So, okay. It'll be great, guys. Cool. It'll be great. Until then, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Peace.